<sighs> well, that was a fun ride, wasn't it? Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Ben Schuler, and welcome to what is the season finale of the two-point conversion. Yep, Saints did everything they could to make the playoffs, but Matthew Stafford, in his infinite glory, ruined it because we can't have nice things now, can we? <sighs> but you know what? We ended the season on a high note. I am so damn proud of this team. Uh, I'll be getting out a recap of this season uh, sometime within the coming weeks. Uh, we'll see when that happens. Um, yeah, so that's a thing. Saints finish up the season 9-8 and eight with a 30-20 to 20 victory over the Atlanta Falcons and finish the season 6-3 and three, uh, in away games. And to be honest, it's 7-3 and three in away games because that game in Jacksonville was not really a home game, now was it? It was more of a neutral site game, so yeah, that that's kind of incredible. Um, th- this game was kind of uh, and there's several reasons for that. Number one, um, we'll start with the offense. Taysom Hill, uh, he went out of the game in about the second quarter. Uh, he's been dealing with two injuries this year, actually. So he's been dealing with the mallet finger, and he's also been dealing with a Liz Frank injury to his foot. That has not been talked about as much, but it's been something that's been lingering, and it is kind of shocking no one's talked about it, despite it being, like, a thing. But he re-aggravated it against the Falcons. Um, He came up hobbling on one play, but, like, not much to think about. And then when he went for a QB sneak, or, like, one of those, you know, power run plays with him, he went down, and he just... it, It was clear that he wasn't in good feeling and so Trevor Simeon had to come in to finish the game uh what's kind of funny I think is the fact that Taysom Hill actually finished the game as the Saints leading passer despite only having 107 yards um and granted not all of that is on Trevor Simeon sucking that's on like sometimes we got the ball like in deep Falcons territory and we were also running the ball a lot so yeah um let's let's go to the uh actual team stats real quick. Saints finished this game with 369 yards. We dominated this game uh, in basically every facet. Uh, Like, offense played incredibly well. Defense played incredibly well. We did have a missed field goal, which was pretty terrible, considering it was a 34-yarder. But, you know, other than that, we did a pretty good job. Um, Yeah, we had... 71 total plays, 369 total yards. We had only 11 drives, and we did that. We held the ball for 39 minutes and 17 seconds. So we out. We held the ball for 18 plus minutes longer than the Falcons had the ball. It was, it was incredible, and a lot of that will go to the defense, and I'll talk about that in a second. Um, passing wise, didn't really do much there. Hey, I mean, 174 net passing yards, 178 total passing yards. You know, total, uh, it was 16 of 24. Uh, Combined, you have Taysom Hill. He finished 7 of 9 for 107 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Trevor Simeon, he was 9 of 15 for 71 yards and two touchdowns. Um, Which, here's what I found very interesting. So, Trevor Simeon goes in the game, and Sean Payton does not call short passes. The first thing he does 
is, or no, was it third down? I need to remind myself of this because I, I thought I had this right, but you know, I'm also very often wrong. Uh, yeah. So it was. Do 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 do. Let me see this real quick. Yeah, and by the way, should ne- should mention that it took us 18 weeks to score an opening drive touchdown. We finally got one in the final game of the season. Took you guys long enough, but, you know, why not? And it was a good drive. I mean, our drives in this game were actually incredibly... Uh, if they weren't short, like, they kept the ball well. Let's just look at our scoring drive. 10 plays, 84 yards in six and a half minutes. Uh, we missed a field goal on a 10-play, 50... Nine yard drive, fifty-eight yard drive. It's fifty-eight, fifty-nine because I don't remember exactly where the spot of the field goal was, and this thing is a little bit weird. Cause it says that the field goal attempt was thirty-four, which is actually what I remember it being. It was like thirty-three, thirty-four. Either way, uh, that was another ten minutes. That was another four minutes, forty-six touchdown drive on a four-minute drive. That was nine plays. That's it. Then we got some short fields. Um, yeah, so. To the drive on which uh, Taysom Hill was injured. So, we decided to throw the ball. And, uh, yeah. First play, there it is. Finally found it. So, the first play on this drive that Trevor Simeon comes in. He throws it to Ty Montgomery. And Ty Montgomery should have this ball. Because Trevor Simeon is putting it on point. Like, I was shocked by what I saw. It's like, this is Trevor Simeon's first pass in a long while. I mean, you would hope that it's short. You know, try to get him in the rhythm. No, we're just going to throw to Ty Montgomery in the end zone. And it's like off his fingertips. There was another throw. It was by Taysom Hill uh, that was to Deontay Harris. And if Deontay Harris is a normal-sized wide receiver or is a short wide... Like, Steve Smith was tall enough to catch that. Deontay Harris is 5'6". Steve Smith was like 5'8". Like, that's where it was. It was fingertips for uh, Deontay Harris, but a normal wide receiver catches that. And a normal wide receiver doesn't have to jump that high for it. But, you know, that's the problem sometimes. That's the stuff you have to adjust for when Deontay Harris is your wide receiver. Um, And it's unfortunate. But still, first pass, that was incomplete. Uh, Then came the second pass, which was going to Traquan Smith. But um, the reason why he didn't catch it was in part due to some pass interference. Just shove off. So what's the third play? I know what we'll do, says Sean Payton. We'll throw another pass. Because if we want to get Trevor Simeon into the rhythm, we shouldn't run the football. We should just throw it. Trevor Simeon, in his godliness, because... And somebody please explain to me why Trevor Simeon, coming off the bench, sometimes does godly things, throws a perfect strike to Traquan Smith, who high points the football and somehow catches it. I think he pins it to his back or something and somehow holds on to the ball. It's a touchdown. He gets flagged at the end of it because he ripped off his helmet. But dude, what was that? The throw, the catch was better than the throw, but the throw was on point. There was only one spot that ball could have gone and it went there. Somehow Traquan gets both his feet inbound and I'm like, 
did that just happen? Okay, okay then. I can I can handle this. I can handle this. Why? We scored 17 points in the second quarter. Now, why did we score 17 points? Because the Falcons kept turning the ball over. But hey, did some pretty uh pretty decent stuff. And this game ended up being like death by field goals towards the end, because we we scored three touchdowns, we kicked three field goals, and missed another one. 34 yards, bro. You cannot be missing those. Um. Yeah. Special teams, they did a good job. They did a good job on punt coverage. Uh, returning, it was a little bit eh, but, you know, decent. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, you also had Alvin Kamara just running all over the place. He led the team in in rushing yards with 146. Um, he had 30 carries, which I think is like the most in a game for him, or it's, it's one of his highest number of carries. Of course, he finishes this season with more carries than he's ever had in any other season because they started to use him as an every down back. That's mainly because the Saints did not have a power back this year. That's something they're going to address. And looking to the offseason, which is not going to be what I'm doing right now, that's going to be something we need to address because Tony Jones is not the guy. Because Tony Jones just doesn't have that same build. Mark Ingram's probably on the verge of retirement if he hasn't gotten there already. That knee injury that's been bothering him might be it. Um, But at least he got to come back to the Saints. At least he got to break the franchise record for rushing yards. That was something that I was hoping that he'd eventually get to do. And he did get to do it. And that was a positive from the season. There were a lot of positives. And speaking of positives, the defense... Now, the defense did do some stupid things, uh, most notably give up dumb chunk plays. There were like three or four plays where it was like, how did this guy get like 20, 30 yards on you? What are you doing? How is he this wide open? This, that, and the other thing. And this was early on in the game when the Falcons were driving. It was inexcusable. Um, You had Paulson Adebo. He started the game not doing too well and getting burned. Uh, And then we scored that insane touchdown with Traquan Smith. And then on the very first play from scrimmage, uh, Matt Ryan throws a ball that he maybe maybe should not have thrown. And Paulson Adebo just one hands the ball in the air. I think that this game was like this game had three or four catches in it where it's like, okay, are you guys showing off? Because you also had Deontay Harris on an eight yard pass on third down and 10. Just he gets the point of the ball right in his hand. He just stabs it. Like, he, it's as if he had a sword in his hand and he was just perfectly stabbing right through the point of the ball. He catches it just with ease. And it was like, bro, you don't need to show off. This is only eight yards and we're still punting. Like, come on. We don't need to do this. The Paulson and Debo thing, we definitely needed that. Um, the Falcons in this game, I think, had four one-play drives. I'm just going to count them up real quick. So they had an interception and then we kicked the field goal on that one. And then they had a fumble right after we kicked the field goal, um, which was funny. Because that didn't look like a fumble, but then replay, it's like, ooh, no, that ball's coming out. Okay, then. We scored a touchdown from that. And then what happened? Oh, yeah, they fumbled later, so we got the ball. And, uh, yeah, so there were three All of their uh, turnovers were on one-play drives. 
Falcons turned the ball over three times. It was not great for them. Uh, and the fumbles were just, oh boy. Because it was a... Uh, yeah, so the first fumble we forced, again, nearing the end of the first half, and somehow we dislodged the ball. And I'm like, whoa, that was a good hit uh, by Malcolm Jenkins. The second one was Quan Alexander finding Mike Davis and saying, hi, that football you have, no, it's mine. No, that's my football now. You are not allowed to have that. Uh, it was Shy Tuttle that recovered it, but still, Quan Alexander just did Quan Alexander things. We didn't have P.J. Williams. We didn't have Bradley Roby. That might have actually explained a couple of the problems in the secondary. But that defense worked its magic like it seems to do all the time. Uh, three sacks in the game, uh, which is actually kind of low. I was expecting a little bit more, but, you know, part of that came from the fact that Matt Ryan would just get the ball out better than he normally was. Like, there were throws where he was pumping like five times. He took his hand off the ball and his non-throwing hand off the ball, which means he's ready to throw it. But he kept putting it back on because we were covering the receivers to points where he couldn't get it to anyone. Like, this was some of our best defensive work all year. Just in general, we looked amazing on defense at points in this game where it was like, where was this at other points? Yes, there were those long drives, but we were also Ben, but don't break. Uh, what else to say? Okay, so we outgained the Falcons by... Uh, it was like, for the past two weeks, we've outgained divisional opponents by over 100 yards. We had 369 total yards. They had 257 through the air. They had more yards. They had uh, Matt Ryan through for a total of 216 yards. They netted 195. They ran the ball 12 times for 62 yards. That is 5.2 yards per carry. We ran the ball 46 times for 195 yards. That's 4.2 yards per carry. But then again, for some of those runs, it's like, oh, oh, that was a misdirection. Okay, fine. They just decided not to run the ball. They threw the... And again, they only had 48 plays in this game. Like, it should be noted, the Falcons did not have many opportunities to do things in this game. We were shutting them down, forcing turnovers, forcing punts, uh, forcing field goals on long drives that got deep into our territory. We were doing good things on defense, and it was like, why couldn't we do this against the Falcons in the first time we played them? Seriously, where was this? It's it's kind of annoying. Um, Yeah. I really don't know what else there is to say. This game is kind of boring uh, in the sense that, like, we were blowing them out. Like, yeah, there's a it's a 10-point game, but that's kind of misleading because, like, they scored this long touchdown. They went on this long touchdown drive at the end of the game to make it closer than it really should have been because this was really, like, a 30-13 to victory with seven points added on to at the end of it. Um, But, yeah, and we finished the game with a win, and then the... 49ers and Rams happened. And I guess I got to talk about that. All the Rams had to do was win. All they had to do was win. They had a 17-point lead at one point in that game. They went into the half with a 17-3 lead. Sean McVay was 45-0 in games in which he had a, uh, a halftime lead. 45-1 and now, you bum. Okay, so 
the 49ers kicked the field goal going into the half. And that scared me because it's like, oh, I hope they don't get the ball to start the second half. They get the ball to start the second half. Great. So they scored a touchdown. And I was like, great. So the Rams are going to blow this, aren't they? The Rams blew that quickly. Um, here's my question. Can you even cover Devo Samuel? Is he, is What is wrong with you in general? Actually, no. Let me just ask this. Rams, why are you worthless? I just need to ask you one question. Why are you the most worthless team? Just so worthless in every way. And I'm not even talking about because you kept us out of the playoffs by losing. I'm talking about you were you don't have a fan base. Like 49ers fans were making it hard for you to execute your offense. I watched the end of that game. They showed the end of that game. And when the Rams were on offense, that stadium was loud. Uh, Joe Buck was saying like it was loud on offense every time. It didn't matter who was on offense, it was loud. Half of your stadium was full of 49ers fans, and they were the reason why you had the largest crowd in that stadium's brief history of hosting crowds. Um, seriously? Really? What happened? Did you just give up at the end of the first half? When Sean McVay goes into the end zone to celebrate that touchdown that put you up 17-0, did he just forget there's a second half? You get lucky at the end of the, uh, fourth quarter, uh, Jalen Ramsey gets you this interception. You are so lucky. You get down. You score a touchdown. Oh my god. You then force a punt. Oh my god. You then give the ball back to the 49ers. They're at their own 12-yard line. Of all the things you need to do, it stopped them from going 88 yards. You managed to give up 55 yards on one play. You gave up 55 yards on one play. They had no timeouts. You gave them 55 yards for free. You get to the point where you had to use a timeout because you were so worthless. You just, what are you doing? What did you do? Jimmy Garoppolo has an injured thumb and he somehow plays better than you guys. Like he somehow outdoes your defense. And then you get to overtime and the 49ers, you hold them to a field goal, which is great. Hey, 49ers have run off like eight minutes of the clock. They ran off seven and a half minutes with the first drive. But you have Matthew Stafford. You have a really good offense. You can move the ball. You start moving the ball, get around the two-minute warning, and then Matthew Stafford throws this hero ball. It's a terrible throw. I don't care. I think I don't know who to blame that on. Was it on Odell Beckham? No, I think that ball was just a terrible throw, and it's intercepted. <sighs> My God, dude, did you have to choke that game away? Really? And the worst part was five minutes, like maybe five minutes at most, probably like a couple minutes before that throw. The Rams would learn, and I don't know if they learned it on the field, but they would find out they didn't have to worry about the Cardinals leapfrogging them because the Seahawks beat the Cardinals and the Rams were division champions. The only problem is the Rams lost and are now the four seed, so they have to face the Cardinals again. The issue with that, of course, is the fact that the Cardinals suck. The Cardinals lost to the Seahawks. The Cardinals are choking down the stretch. You are going to get an easy playoff win because the Cardinals suck. Why couldn't you beat the 49ers? Sean McVay has yet to beat the 49ers in his career as a coach. He has never beaten the 49ers. He's 0-6. This includes last year when the 49ers were dealing with so many injury problems. You have to beat them. I don't care. Was like, what? Didn't they, I don't know, make the playoffs last year? Yeah, they made the playoffs last year. They could have won the division. You know what kept them from winning the division? Losing to the 49ers. What is wrong with y'all? 
Seriously. And I mean, I get it. This is the eighth time in franchise history that the Saints have needed help to get into the playoffs. We still have only gotten it once. And the one time we got it was a year in which we definitely didn't deserve to get it. It was 1990. The Saints went 8-8 eight and eight and uh, had ne- they never were above 500 at any point in the season. 1990 is the only time they needed Dallas to lose and they got it. So we're staying on the couch. We did everything that we could possibly do. Well, except for beating the Giants. And that's going to hurt me for a while. That Giants loss felt bad at the time, but it feels even worse right now. Because if we beat the Giants like we should have, and I know it's hard to say should have, would have, could have, but really, we were healthy at that point. We had Jameis Winston. We had Alvin Kamara. There was no excuse to lose that game. That was our first game at home post-Ida. There's zero excuse for losing that game. And we lost to the Giants in overtime because we blew the lead. Or you could say it was the Falcons' loss where Paulson and Debo blew the coverage against Cordero Patterson, but like even then, we didn't deserve to be in that game at the end of it. The Falcons were just choking down the stretch. But because of those small little things, we missed the playoffs. And even then, I'm not going to be angry here. I said coming into it, like... I wasn't going to feel bad if we missed the playoffs. I mean, I feel bad in the way we missed the playoffs, but I'm not angry at the Saints for doing it. I'm angry at the Rams for blowing it. You know what? That hatred for the Rams, it grows a little bit more and a little bit more every single day. We play the Rams next year in the Superdome. I want us to beat the pants off of them. I want us to just destroy Matthew Stafford. I want us to go and absolutely wreck them because they did stuff to us. They've done enough to us. We need to get them back. It's been too damn long since we've played them. It's time. Okay? We got screwed. They went to a Super Bowl they did not deserve to go to. And you can say all this other stuff, but there were two missed pass interference calls in that game in the fourth quarter, not just one. Both on Nikel Roby Coleman. And yes, I can blame the refs all I want, but like, also, by God, the Rams were playing like crap in that game and we just let them back into it. Then you had Aaron Donald injuring Drew Brees, which, again, I'm not going to get on Aaron Donald for that. Hey, it happens. Aaron Donald was being a good player at that point. He's just trying to swat the ball away. What's wrong with trying to swat the ball away? You're playing football. That's what's a part of it. But I'm still kind of, like, annoyed at that. And now you've screwed us out of the playoffs. I do not like you. I do not like your franchise. I'm okay with your head coach. I don't hate him. I've actually got a lot of respect for him. Um, Though... What does his team tend to do in this down the stretch? Play worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. Um, I don't see the Rams making the Super Bowl. The main reason for that is the fact that the Rams have played so inconsistently over these past few weeks that you got to question it. But of course, our luck would be, no, the Rams randomly get a spark and they win the damn uh, Super Bowl. I don't want them to win the Super Bowl. I don't want them to win the NFC. Frankly, if there's any team in the NFC I would like to see win uh, the conference, it would be the Cardinals. That's mainly because the Cardinals have never won a Super Bowl and have not won a championship since 1947. Even though I don't want them to win the Super Bowl, I want the Bengals to win the Super Bowl. Please give me my Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase Super Bowl. Please. Please. Do that for me. It would be fun. But yeah, that's going to do it for this episode of the Two Point Conversion Hopefully you've enjoyed these episodes throughout the year. Um, I know I've enjoyed making them again. Uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be an unfortunate off season, but we'll get through it. Um, 
way things are going to work out is sometime tomorrow, I'm going to have a recap of the basketball scoring anomalies for the month of December. And I said I wasn't going to do those so late into the month of January. But you know what? I did. Oopsie daisy. But it is consistent. It's about the same time into, de- into January as it was into December. So consistency. Hooray. Wednesday, there will be a new episode of uh, the LSU Flying Tigers podcast. I'll be recapping the meet from uh, Friday night, the centenary meet. Uh, there's going to be a lot I have to say about that thing. Uh, when I say a lot, I mean that episode might be an hour long and it might become like the new thing. I thought these are going to be 30 minutes long. No, 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 no. Because I've got things I need to say. Some things are more... I have to apologize for things I've said in the past, and others are, we need to talk about some problems I have. But that's again, that's for Wednesday. Um, A playoff preview. So the playoff preview is going to be on Thursday. So that's going to be the episode of Goal to Go. Uh, It's going to be NFL playoff preview, uh, what my thoughts are, what my predictions are going to be for not only those games, but also for like the entire playoffs. So that's going to be where you get my Super Bowl prediction. Um, I don't like to make a Super Bowl prediction too, too early. Once the playoffs start, I like to make one there and we'll see how wrong I am. Um, Yeah. So once again, hope you've enjoyed this. Uh, There will also be on Thursday, basketball, ball cap, this, that, and the other thing. You know, whenever there's an LSU basketball game, I always recap it the day afterwards. So you can always expect that. Um, Yeah. So, Thank you for joining along on this ride this season. Hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have with all of its ups and downs. There were a lot of downs this year, weren't there? Um, Look at next week for a recap of the LSU football season. Um, So I want to do that after the national championship. Give it about a week. That'll be a good time, uh, especially because we're looking at more transfers, looking at all of this roster turnover this, that, and the other thing. And uh, yeah, so if you like this episode, why not share it with other people? Um, if you want to find me on Twitter, find me at capital B-E-N, capital S, capital L, capital A, capital S, P-O-R-T-S. Yes, my throat is still weirdly sore. I don't know why. I need to figure that out. Um, maybe it's because I keep talking and I don't give it time to rest. We'll see about that. But yeah, um, so until next time. I've been Ben Schluter. This has been the Two Point Conversion. Thank you for joining me on this wild ride for this season. And until next time, bye-bye.